a federal holiday, but it's not yet. So, okay. That would be fucking stupid. (laughs) Day after BlizzCon make it a holiday? No. (laughs) During BlizzCon make it a holiday? No. Okay, at least you're consistent. I will give you that. <laughs> it's a very niche topic to make a public holiday for. No, it's the most widely watched sporting event in America. Everybody watches this thing. Everybody eats a ton of disgusting bad food for us, like more than we normally do. Who cares? And everyone's like, blah. And everybody drinks a whole lot if they drink. And the next day, it's just like, I have to go to work? Garbage. I want to die. They should just plan it so it's always on a Friday, then. They should just... (laughs) And then people don't have to go to work on Saturdays. Well, but then they have to get off work. I mean... What do you mean? If you make it on a Friday afternoon or whatever. I don't see the problem. No, no, no. It's a a five-hour thing, dude. Like, it would have... If it doesn't end at, like, 10 or 11 at night, which I guess it could... It would have to start during the workday. And plus, we have all these things called time zones, and like it's hard to all make right. it work for Make it a Saturday, and way. then people can take the Sunday off regardless. Then it's not work. a bad idea. I'll see if I can start a uh, change.org petition I to mean, get it moved to Saturday it, for all what, these reasons. What day was it on this year? Two days a year at this point? It's always on Sunday. It is always oh, it's on, on Sunday. It's on Sunday, and so people have to go to work on Monday afterwards. And this has yeah, always been an issue. People are just... People just deal with it anyway. I don't think we need to move it at all. Well, people dealt with it, but like, I don't know. America, we're getting so fat and lazy and just comfortable that we're coming up with new things to complain about. So, yeah, that's why it's coming up now. Okay. That is the reason. Stupid. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Isn't there uh, the Melbourne Cup or Uh whatever? Yeah, the Melbourne Cup is and, a rate, like horse racing event. Yeah, not yeah, a public holiday. Like, it's it's oh, it's an unofficial one, right? No, no. People, I was led to believe that everybody just goes to the pub, bets on the race, and well, drinks all day. Lots of people do do this, but it doesn't make it a public holiday. Okay, well, how many people have to do it before it's an unofficial holiday? It. <laughs> If if your criteria is simply numbers, every Friday would be a public holiday because lots of people go to the pub and drink every Friday. Well, after work, they don't take work off. Like the Melbourne Cup, oh. people take work off, right? They don't go to work that day. Some people. Not like a, a sure. small percent, I would say. But most of the people who take work off are going to the Melbourne Cup. They're not going to the pub. Oh, really? I was under the impression... Well, like, how many people can go to the cup? How big of an, like, a venue is this thing? I don't know. A couple thousand? Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne. I do know this. I've, you don't, why am I asking been, you sporty things? This is such a terrible idea. I've been You've in Melbourne been? during the World Cup. Uh, not during the World Cup. During the cup. Like, I've been to Melbourne mm-hmm. during the cup. I was not there. I was there for PAX. And- <laughs> that makes so much more sense. I was like, why on earth would Somicron go to... A horse race. Ah, yes. Pax, of course. Mm. Uh, All right. So it's held in the Flemington Race Course. Yes. And it, can, it was built in 1840, so it can't be that big. I mean, Let's see. a uh, racetrack uh, is literally just an open field. So. Well, okay. Actually, crowd capacity. Guess with me. How many people do you think it can hold in its 
grandstands? Twelve thousand. Try again. One hundred and twenty thousand people. Huh? That makes more sense. That's so many more people than I thought. That's crazy big. Uh huh. All right. Um, so okay. So what you're saying is the people who take work off for the Melbourne Cup are the ones attending the race. It's a hundred thousand people out of like what? How many people in Sydney and Melbourne and like the surrounding cities? Way more than that. Uh, I mean, I think Australia's population is currently somewhere around twenty-six million. Okay. And, and most of those people when, when are situated on the east coast. Uh, yeah, for the most part. But uh-huh. when you say Melbourne and the surrounding cities, there are no surrounding cities. <laughs> it's entirely fair between melbourne and sydney you have canberra and then it's just suburbs between them and then like bush (laughs) right there is no hold the map there really is only like five or six big cities in australia and you have to either go to adelaide or like the gold coast (laughs) before you get to adelaide melbourne sydney brisbane are the mm. big ones it yeah looks in perth or way over on the other side yeah yeah is perth big it's big on google maps like uh, as far as i've never been i assume the font size is how big the city is <laughs> <laughs> yeah that works. could be wrong but it's, it seems like good shorthand uh, it is good short no, okay. i don't know how big it is like in terms of size it's got like uh, 1.9 million it sure does that's pretty big it's not bad yeah, yeah. So 1.9 million, but that's way far away. So yeah, so when I'm saying the surrounding area of Melbourne, there is, I mean, I don't know, people live there, obviously. Like you said, there's a bunch of suburbs, there's a whole bunch of roads, which indicates people. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, and I'm sure people travel from Sydney and from Brisbane and from Adelaide to go to it. It's a big deal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, is it bigger than like do you have a rugby world cup style thing or a the, the, australian the grand, rules football thing the grand finals of like the season yeah and that's for your country though that's not yeah. like an international yeah thing. yeah well okay um so the nfl no not nfl that's your thing yep. isn't it yeah um here's the thing I, I actually managed to get some like lunch breaks in at work and they just put a tv in and they just have it on like one channel all the time and so i can I was sitting there reading my book and they were playing ads for the uh super bowl <laughs> for, for us to, to like bet on the super bowl i'm like what the fuck um okay so the nrl um or rugby has it, it's like the nationwide and new zealand <laughs> so it is technically okay. an international thing only because New Zealand is too small to really have a national thing, so we just let them play in ours. Um, it's very nice of you, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like how we let Canada play in the NHL, which is really an American league, but we'll let mm. Canada play too because they're too small. Right. <laughs> Canada <laughs> too Any small. Canadians listening are like, I will kill you. <laughs> I will track you down and stab you in the face, yeah. which is entirely fair. Uh, I'd be willing to bet that the rugby grand finals are probably more watched, like just by your average yeah. person. Um, but not like it's not super disproportionate. I don't think. Okay, I mean, I'm sure we could find this if we did some additional googling, but nobody wants to hear that. So I, I don't want to have we'll rugby say. in my search history. Like there are just some things I won't do. <laughs> oh, the shame! Use incognito mode. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, All right. So anyway, there there is anyway, one. Of, there is I, one I other. Just, 
rugby thing that gets a lot of views. There is one other thing. Okay. It's uh, State of Origin, which is where... State of Origin. Yeah, it's where they have state teams play. And, like, I think the team is comprised of players from all the teams in the regular league. Like, they just pick all the best players from the teams in that state. And then Queensland versus New South Wales is always huge, right? People are, like, putting banners on their cars and supermarkets have, like, specials and putting up, like, Sydney... Oh, New South Wales themed gear and stuff for sale. That's nice. That that's cool. very popular to watch. And gotcha. I, I did go to the pub and watch it with some friends, and they told me just cheer when we cheer, and I was like, okay, okay, yep. I've tried. I've watched a couple of rugby matches, and like I get most of it, but some of the stuff I'm just like, how come this? And anyway, hmm. anyway, is fine. Rugby is a fine, fine sport for sure. But my point, my original point here is that I've. I don't know. I was kind of led to believe that the entire country of Australia is like the Melbourne Cup. If I don't have to go to work, if I don't provide like societally important services, I will just take the day off and go drink at the pub and bet on stuff. Mm. But you're telling me that is wrong. No, I don't think lots of people do that. (laughs) All right. Well, fair enough. I guess the larger point is that Americans are lazy and we don't want to go to work the day after the event. We already get the day off because it's on a weekend, mm-hmm. but we want more than that because we can never be satisfied. The Melbourne Cup was the 15th most watched uh, event on Australian free-to-air television last year, attac- attracting an audience of 1.82 million viewers. 15th? Yep. What Are there non-sporting events in the top 10? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't give me a list. Give me a minute. Oh. Oh, I thought you found a list. No, just I just referenced I found a, it as... I found a headline. That's funny. What the hell? Perth Now, I guess it's like a newspaper, says it has a 700 million strong audience. Uh, 700 million in a country of 24. Find that questionable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't find a list, so... All right, so Australia, the most watched stuff... In the last 20 years, which is actually more than that. This is all time. Dang. So basically, number one of the most watched thing ever in Australia is the 1997 funeral of Diana, Princess of Wales. Mm-hmm. And then we have the wedding of Charles, Princess of Wales, to... Oh, okay. So yes, Princess Diana and Charles' wedding is number two. And then it's Olympics, Olympics, another royal wedding uh, between William and What's-Her-Face. This is the most recent one from 2011. More Olympics, boxing, The Sound of Music in 1977, and mm-hmm. Roots in 1977. So mm-hmm. as far as the modern era goes, it's Olympics and a royal wedding Australia mm-hmm. really has cared about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're part of the Commonwealth, so we care about the royals. Apparently. You sure do. Guess who also cares about the Royals? Americans. Holy uh-huh. crap. Do we care about the Royals for some reason? <laughs> for some reason. It's just celebrity. We understand celebrity, and that's, that's all it is. It's yeah. 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 So it looks like since 2001, the most watched stuff in the country, it's the Royal Wedding, blah, 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 blah. And then actually we have the Australian Open in 2005. Oh, okay. So that's a big one. Uh, Master Chef Australia season two is number four on that list. People eat that oh shit up. Oh my gosh, I guess they do. 
And then more Master Chef, and then sports and sports, and The Block, which I assume is more reality TV. It's reality yep. building. Yeah, it's like a home renovation. Everyone gets like they buy like a, ah. an apartment block, and then each of the couples or whatever gets a uh, apartment to renovate. Yeah. Oh, so it's competitive house flipping, basically. Yep. Interesting. We've got some house flipping shows here, but it's more, I don't know, more like here's the process. Like here's what we can do for this budget, and here's how it works, and it's less competitive. Okay. Which is weird, because we do love competition. Oh, actually, I haven't watched reality TV in a long time. I imagine there is a competitive house flipping show at this point, so what am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's enough talking about television and sport, unless you had something else to bring up. No, I was going to ask, where's our guest that you teased last week? Well, the guest that I teased last week has not responded to Discord chats in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on it, and uh, hope, hopefully for next week. There are some things that are out of my control. You know what's also funny? I'm going to distract everybody from this. So I've been trying to get up a rematch for that best of 7 4v4 featuring no regret and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got one team ready to rock. But uh, No Regret has been a little bit hard to nail down on this. I've been working with him over Twitter. He was pretty responsive for a while. He sent me that replay for the free-for-all, which I cast. And then he hasn't responded in a while, and the other guys are ready to go. And then out of nowhere, he emails me a replay, and he's like, hey, you should cast this. And I'm like, hang on, dude. (laughs) You can't act like I haven't been trying to get in touch with you for a month now. And just be like, yeah, nothing's going on between us. Here's a replay. I'm like, I appreciate that. Like, thanks, man. But at the same time, there are other things to discuss here. I, uh, per games, uh, fickle, I guess. <laughs> they are fickle. A little flighty, too. Like, I, I don't know. I respect them a lot. They do something a way higher level than I'll be ever able to do. But yeah, a lot of demands on their time, I'm sure. Like, I get a bunch of emails. And I'm sure someone who's more famous than I am on a significant margin gets more emails and stuff than I do. So Probably. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess there's a lot of stuff to check these days, right? You got to check your Facebook messages and your Twitter DMs and your email and your Discord and your Skype. <laughs> Maybe not Skype. Lol. Lol. What's actually funny though, man, I am all over the place right now. I'm just going to roll with it. Uh, so I cast that a best of nine between Sue and TY on Saturday or no, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Might have been your, anyway, your m- Monday. Anyways, uh, so at the end, like we're going to do a winner's interview with the winner. I'm not going to spoil it because you haven't watched it. And I was like, are we doing this over Discord? And the translator was like, I think it's going to be Skype. And I was like, what year is it? <laughs> Who is still using Skype? And I was like, maybe Korean pro gamers. Maybe they're just taking some time to transition over. Maybe. Because I haven't used Skype for anything for at least two years now, it feels like. I actually logged into it because I thought we were going to use it. And my latest conversation was like 2016. Uh, 2017. It probably would have been 2017. I think we were using Discord entirely for the podcast uh, last year, but 27. Yeah. We were using it for a bit, I think, in 2017. All right, that's fair. Still yeah. coming up on two years now. It's been a long time, but mm. then we ended up using Discord and it was fine. So fair enough. Mm. Great story. Great story, Falcon. That's a banger. Yep. So yeah, so there's stuff in the works here. Getting a guest for the podcast, yes. Getting a cast of that rematch of the best of seven four v four, yes. But there's people involved, and people are notoriously hard to nail down. It turns out. Mm, true facts. 
Anywho, uh, yeah, so the Super Bowl is over. I will talk more about that in our sports ball minute because we haven't talked about it at all yet. Nope. <laughs> just just the effects there. Do you do you feel the need to talk about the like six titles that the Rams? Those are the Rams or the Patriots one? I think it's the Patriots. 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 Yeah. Do do the other teams resent the Patriots for oh having such a patriotic name? Oh, like being like, uh, no, 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 we're the Patriots. You guys aren't patriotic. We do that. That's our thing. Well, it's not so much that kind of patriot as the like literal Revolutionary War patriots. Like mm. their mascot is a dude in a three-cornered hat. Okay, I don't know what that is. So I mean, a, th- a tri-corner hat. Where's your education? Not on American Revolution. <laughs> Apparently not. Oh, so, that thing? Okay, hat. yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a very, very narrow slice of history where this was a thing, and the American Revolutionary War happens to be part of that. So hmm. the hat is kind of just uh, entirely part of American history as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it was probably huge in Europe as well, but I don't care. So... Uh, so th- yeah, they're those patriots. They're not. They don't say we love America more than everybody else. That's never been part of the shtick. I don't think. Okay. Plus, they sucked for a long time. The Patriots have been around for many decades, and they were not good at all until like the late nineties. Mm-hmm. So nobody cared. Nobody is like, you took this name and you're really famous. It's like, nope. The Patriots they suck. We don't barely ever think about them. Hmm. Okay. But now they've won and people hate six, them because they win. Six Super Bowls? Is that consecutive or not? No, 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 no. Okay. Six Super Bowls since 2001. So it's been spread out. Six over 19 years. It's less than a yeah. third. It's not impressive. Yep. They've won more champ- <laughs> the most championships as any other franchise in NFL history. Mm. It's hard to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. Mm. Nah, not impressed. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Like, the larger point is that people hate them because they always win and they're sick of it. And their quarterback is 41 or 42 years old at this point, which is way old for an NFL player. Mm-hmm. So the assumption is his body's going to fall apart and he's going to have to like be forced to retire eventually. But he wants to play forever, I think. He's kind of a crazy person. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, Patriots. Mm. I do kind of want to talk about some of the announced media that is was announced in Super Bowl commercials. Did you hear about any of this new stuff? No. All right. I, I saw a Bud so, Light ad for Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, so that's one. You did see that one. I did see that. Yeah, so that made me happy. I mean, it brought back some PTSD for Oberyn getting his brain smashed in. So that was bad. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it was... I mean, that's what Martin I imagine Bud Light tastes like. Like getting your head smashed in by the mountain? I, I just not good, is what I've heard. <laughs> I, fair enough. I've always figured anything that has to be advertised this much can't be that good. Mm. That's fair part point. of it for me anyway. Mm. All right. So anyway, that was great. It was just, I don't know. I, I actually missed that one. I think I was dealing with my kids during that commercial break. Mm-hmm. And my buddy texted me, and he was like, that was great. <laughs> the mountain killing the Bud Bud Light Knight or whatever. The Bud Knight, right? The Bud Knight. <laughs> but he didn't mention that then Drogon shows up and murders everybody with fire. That mm. was way awesome. Sure. It was great. 
It made me excited for Game of Thrones to come back. It'll be fine. Probably won't be the greatest, but it'll be fine. There was also a TV spot for Avengers... Whatever the next one's called. I can't remember. Didn't Endgame. Endgame. Didn't watch yeah. that one. Nope. You didn't watch that one? No. You know why? We've talked about this a hundred million times. Because... You, you're going to watch it, all right? But you're going to watch Game Correct. of Thrones. You still watch the Game of Thrones one. It wasn't a preview. It wasn't a trailer. So how do you know the TV spot was? How do you know there isn't a Bud, Night, Night, <laughs> Bud Light Night in the Endgame thing? Hey, Somicron, is that what it was? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, then. My goodness, why must you make an argument out of things that don't need to be arguments? <laughs> no, it's the principle of the thing. <laughs> You're, like, <laughs> no, it's not, that I, it's not that I didn't watch it on purpose. Again, I was out of the room for this commercial break. I don't know, I didn't sit there watching commercials very much. I was doing other stuff. Okay. They weren't good commercials overall anyway. Like, it's supposed to be the greatest commercials because it costs like $15 million for a 30-second spot here. So people really do put their most work into these things. But they were bad. None of these were, like, amazing. Okay. So it was dumb. But uh, anyway, no, I did not watch the trailer or the teaser trailer for the new Avengers film. And I'll appreciate you not talking about it. Um, Did you watch it, though? Mm-hmm. Oh, alright, fair enough. Yep, it's number one trending on YouTube at the moment. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> uh, and number two, there's apparently a Toy Story 4 coming out. I don't feel great about it. I understand about your feelings, or lack thereof, for the Toy Story franchise. But, um, I don't know. I think it should have ended with three. Okay. I feel like three would have been a good place to leave it. Sure. Agreed. I mean, All right. I feel like the Toy Story universe is diverse enough that they could make more movies, but not have those same toys. Be like, now we're going to switch to some other kids' toys. Mix things up. That'd be interesting. Like, just leave these characters out of it entirely and just go to another house. Yep. I'm okay with that. Yep. It's kind of like the new trailer for the new Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> yeah. Where there's like, remember these guys? They get their own movie now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, they tried Which... to kill each other two films ago, but eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, no, they tried to kill each other two films ago, and then the last film, they were buddies. Like, we've already gotten past that. Mm. It's That's one of the crazier things in this franchise, is like Jason Statham straight up murders one of their friends, and then and like two films later, they're barbecuing with this guy. Yeah, no, I know, right? That's not how that works. That's not how <laughs> friendship works. If someone murdered Cool Stir, do you think you'd have a barbecue yeah. with him in like, let's say, four years? No, absolutely no? not. Okay, fair enough. I just wanted to make sure that we were on the right plane of existence for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. Yep, what an upside down land or reverse day, opposite day, or whatever it's called. Uh, opposite day, I believe, is the official term. Mm. Yeah. But it does feature the future president of the United States, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So that's good. Yep. Other stuff announced at the Super Bowl. The Twilight Zone with Jordan Peele. Oh, man. I love Jordan Peele. He is great. He is a genius, in my opinion. He's fantastic. I like the Twilight Zone. I would have watched the crap out of this. Except, oh, CBS All Access. You have to pay a separate streaming fee to watch this show along with other stuff. Not going to happen. Sorry, Jordan Peele. I'm out. Okay, that makes sense. Makes me mad. I like Jordan Peele. 
I, I had to Google to yeah. like, be like, who is he? And I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, Key and Peele. And he did Get Out. And he does a lot of stuff. He's really great. Great dude. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like I'm just not paying CBS cash to watch their shows. It's not. Nope. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> I Googled stuff announced at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Try and find like a list. And uh, you know how Google has that people also ask and it's like a couple drop down menus that you can look at. Yeah. Yeah. The top one is when dies the Super Bowl start. <laughs> people were Googling <laughs> when dies <laughs> instead of when does. I like how misspellings make their way into the top, like top list of research yeah. and question stuff. Yeah. What the hell? Eat like Andy. Do I have to watch this? I mean, not right now, but it was going to come up later. So, I mean, if you want to do it now, we can do it now. <laughs> I'm doing it now. <laughs> so Burger King spends their $15 million on 45 seconds of Andy Warhol eating a Burger King hamburger. Like, there's nothing special about this. There's nothing entertaining about it, except that it's Andy Warhol, famous artist, eating Burger King for some reason. Who the fuck dips a burger in sauce? Andy Warhol does. No, nobody should eat like Andy. Do not eat like Andy. Hashtag don't eat like Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Who dips their hamburger in ketchup? That's so weird. He's a weird dude. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty strange. Anyway, I mean, it. I don't know. This thing was filmed back when Andy Warhol was still alive, obviously. It's pretty old uh, based on the film quality and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't get it. We're talking about it, so congratulations, Burger King. You got run on the Falcon Paladin hour. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's just weird. Like the story behind it is that Andy Warhol would have preferred, to, like he was doing this thing where he eats a hamburger. I don't know. It's part of this larger piece that just depicts the fact that everybody eats fast food. It's kind of this great equalizer in society. Yada yada yada. This you know big picture thing. And he actually said he'd rather eat McDonald's, not because he preferred the food, but because he thought the McDonald's logo was cleaner and better than. Burger King's logo. Okay. That's like, yeah, that's what he was. He was just, he had an eye for design and he couldn't get out of it anyway. Hmm. So that's why he kind of looks nonplussed eating this as I think it was his second choice. Right. Anyway. Hmm. Apparently it was, um, it's fifth. There's a 15 minute video of this, of him eating this hamburger. How does it take him 15 minutes to eat a hamburger? Well, when you have to stop and dip every bite into a sauce, it could take some I time. Mean, I guess that, that first bite is pretty small, too, right? Mm. Maybe halfway through he stopped and got Macca's as like a palate cleanser. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's I, weird. I don't, I don't get it, man. Strange. Apparently, at the end, he crumples the remains of the hamburger into the wrapper, puts it in the box, and then the bag, sits for about 45 seconds, saying nothing, and then says, my name is Andy Warhol, and I just finished eating a hamburger. (laughs) All right. That's, yeah, okay, that's a thing. So weird. 
But uh, I don't know. I already said, good job. We're talking about Burger King. Well played. We're never going to do that again on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they should Probably. pay us 15 million per 30 seconds. They should. Yep. I'm going to send them a hey, bill. It was 40. <laughs> It was 45 seconds, so I mean, it was probably more than the base, the base mm-hmm. rate. Yeah, yeah. More expensive I really than don't. <laughs> yeah, I really don't feel the need to talk about anything else. I'm looking through the list here, and nothing. No, I'm out. Nothing right. else. Okay. I'm sad about Twilight Zone. I'm iffy about Toy Story Four, and uh, I'm excited for Game of Thrones. That's I think that's where it rolls out. I think. Okay. Good. Yep. Good, do, you, good. do you want to talk some gaming news? Some interesting stuff that happened? Absolutely. Hit me. Metro. Have you heard of Metro, the game? Yeah. Uh, so 1 and 2, Metro Exodus is the new one, but it was Metro Last Light and Metro 2033, I think was the first one. Fun games. Yes. Uh, yep. You played Scary. them? No. I've heard about them, though. People have tried, me, or tried to get me to play them before. I just haven't. Okay, I it's actually own one or two of them. It's good. I, I I always put it down because I could never, I was never comfortable with the currency system in it. Where you're like because it's like post-apocalypse, you actually trade your bullets and ammunition is money, and so you have like shabby rounds and then like pristine military grade uh, rounds as like a. We've a, talked a, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I We're I could like, never no. bring myself to use the good ammunition. Because I was like, but I might need to spend it later. But then I'd never spend it because I'm like, what if I run into something that I need to shoot with this? And <laughs> it turns into just like a huge negative loop on itself. Yeah, so I, I could never really play them. And it's also, I think, like vaguely stealth orientated in some parts. And like for stealth missions, I hate. I can't stand them. So yeah, I've tried to play it like three or four times. I just can't do it. Uh, anyway. Metro Exodus is coming up in like two weeks, February 15th when it comes out. And just a couple days ago, they announced like it disappeared from Steam. People who had pre-ordered got refunded and it appeared on the Epic Games Store because they had signed a exclusivity agreement with Epic. Of course. Wow, that sucks. After they'd taken pre-orders on Steam? That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. That's uh, really weird. That's really mm. weird. And then one of the devs who was complaining about the backlash said if basically said if people boycott it, he's not gonna like they're gonna not put the next game on PC at all. Oh, that's fine. No. It's not fine. Go for it, guys. Do what you want. Hurt yourself. <laughs> it hurt itself and its confusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I think the one of like not the devs like the pr people at the company said no no pc games are always going to be at the core of our focus when making metro games so don't worry that guy's full of shit but i don't know man i've heard people say that and then nope um i'm just saying with other games i'm trying to think of what an example here is but nothing is coming to mind i don't know maybe i am cynical for no reason here okay I was just wondering what you thought about signing exclusivity agreements two weeks before the <laughs> release of the game. It's too late. It's too late for that. If you've already taken money from people on one platform and mm-hmm. you have to refund it, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, set up your exclusivity agreements way before this. Like, The Division 2. The Division 2 is straight up like, we're going to be on the whatever launcher. Find us there. No Steam. Bye. All right. Is The Division 2 People are annoyed. 
Not on Steam. Uh, appears not. The first one is. Nope. Yes. Which, I mean, I think... Um, when we tried to play... The, we played The Division for a while. Oh, it's currently $7.50 on sale. Oh. Um... <laughs> Uh, we still had to launch the Ubisoft launcher for it, and that's where yeah. the Division 2 is now anyway, because it's a Ubisoft game. Exactly. Right? How stupid so, is that? Well, but it's annoying, because you have to like authenticate through this another third party, essentially, even though it's the first party, because it's their game. But right. why couldn't Metro do something like that with Steam instead of removing it from the Steam store? I don't know. I don't know, because that's the play. The The transitionary step was you can buy it on Steam, but you have to authenticate through us to play it. And now that people mm. are doing that, now it's just like, just come to us in the first place and remove that step. And people are like, well, that's convenient, and they roll with it. Hmm. Okay. Do I... Hang on. I don't even know if the Division... If I bought that in Steam at all. You didn't? I'm looking at my library. It doesn't say that you own it. Only one of my no, friends owns it. It's not you. I'm pretty sure I bought it straight up through Origin? No, it'd be Uplay. Uplay. Thank you. Yep. Who does Origin? I can't remember. That's EA. Thank you. All these publishers with their own stupid stores. It's a mm -hmm. problem. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, Uplay yeah. wants update. Never mind. I'm not going to open that. <laughs> <laughs> I went to open the Epic Store. I went to open the Epic Store. Need an update. I went to open EA. The Origin. I need an update. I all need updates so often. Steam showed them the way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Steam actually updated uh, this morning when I launched it. Yeah, Steam updates every time I launch it. It feels like it's not every day, but it's a lot. Yeah. I actually haven't launched UPlay in so long. It logged me out. Boo. Huh. You remember, <laughs> you I can remember my password. Uh, there's no two-factor authentication on it? There sure is. Did ah, you... crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that's another story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Actually, I can do this. I don't know. I got a new phone because my old one was shattered and randomly turning itself off from time to time, which was awesome. Bit of an issue. And so I, being the genius that I am, went ahead and transferred all my stuff from my old phone to my new phone. And it actually came with this neat little cable that did it straight up pretty fast. Just USB to USB. And uh, transferred it over and was like, all right, cool, let's wipe the old one. And then I did, and then I was like, hold on. <laughs> I had a lot of two-factor authentication set up on that phone. And yes, yes, I did. And boy, has it been a pain in the butt resetting that stuff back up. <laughs> and every once in a while, I find a new thing, and this is one. This is one of them. <laughs> that is so unfortunate. <laughs> so the good news is that what they say here on Uplay is if you don't have your authenticator, please enter one of your recovery codes that we emailed you when you activated two-step verification. Mm-hmm. Do you still Which have that I email? Kind of, it kind of breaks it a little bit. Yeah, no, I have that email. Hmm. 
Let's see if I can find... Well, I have the email account. Let me see if I can find <laughs> the email. I think the hope there is that your email is then also just as secure as your account is. Yeah. Right. Right. Which, hopefully it is. I mean, I don't think I've been hacked. Hmm. When did I set up two-factor? It feels like 20... 12? 2012? That's way too long ago for me to use two-factor. Dude, I don't know. I'm just spitballing. That's fair. Let's see. I bought Far Cry 4, and I ordered The Division. And I don't have any emails about <laughs> two-factor... I think it was right around the time I got the division because I don't remember doing two factor for like Assassin's Creed. So what happens if you don't have that card? I assume I have to email support, and then they're like, "Wait three or four days, and we'll try to decide if it's you or not." Because hmm. that's what happened with Coinbase, right? My like point zero 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 five of Bitcoin. Okay. I two factored yeah. that, and trying to get that one back, they were like, "Hold on." I need to verify a lot of stuff. Give us all this information. Give us three days, and we'll see. Mm. So we're there. We're Fair working on that one. Fair yeah. What do they call it? They call it two-step, not two-factor. Maybe I can search on that. How many emails do you get from the Ubisoft that you can't just search for Ubisoft? I searched for the Uplay, but that was a mistake. <laughs> it's apparently a lot, then. Ah, I found it. Uh, wait, hold on. I have uh, my like desktop background on like just a loop of images, and I forgot that I had uh, taken a, like gotten a screenshot I saw on Reddit, which was press Alt F four to learn more about a developer's sense of humor. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. It's like in a loading screen to a video game, and I just cycle through it. Makes me smile every time. <laughs> At least it's not delete system 32 to improve performance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That'd be gross. All right. So the bad news is I have an email here saying that you've activated two-step verification with Ubisoft. Remember, if you're unable to access on your mobile, you can use one of your recovery codes provided during the activation to access <laughs> your account. See, that's what I thought they did. <laughs> so they gave you a code when you set it up and you didn't write that code anyway down did you i absolutely did not do that for anything because i was like ain't nobody got time to write things down it's 2018 or whatever year it was <laughs> boy was i dumb yep <sighs> email ubisoft that's not good that's really bad i'm pretty sure that's like a 5.99 fee as well they just like they charge you for support emails. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean that's, that's, a, that's an idiot tax, right? You wiped your old phone <laughs> and never wrote down secondary codes. Six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. All right, we'll do that later, I guess. God. Anyways, uh, how the heck did we end up? Oh yeah, because the division. Right. Right. So the division yeah. is going to be through the uh, the Uplay launcher, and which mm -hmm. I actually agree with that take. I'd rather just launch Uplay than go to Steam, authenticate there, and then have that launch Uplay and authenticate there, and then play the game. Sounds it's dumb. I mean, I think it would be better if it could just like if you buy it on Steam, it just launches through Steam, right? Yeah, I think totally. But 
the fact that they, like, if you buy it on Steam, you still have to go through Uplay anyway is stupid. I hate that. Do not. Yeah. Zero out well, of ten. It's because, yeah, well, it's anti-piracy, right? They have all this stuff built into the launcher to where if it launches, it needs to verify all this stuff, yada, 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 and they don't trust Steam to do that accurately. And they want to do it themselves, and they do. Um, yeah, works to a degree, but I, I bet you if I looked hard enough and I wouldn't have to look very hard, I could find a cracked version of the game. Absolutely. Yep. Because everything's right. been cracked for all time. Yep. I do much. want to get the Division 2, though. I liked one quite a bit. Yeah. I think we said uh, we were going to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. The single player, the whole co-op, like, PvE thing is fantastic. I had no use for the PvP aspects of it, but <laughs> working together with friends to kill bots is actually a really good time. I've always liked that. Yeah, that's probably one of my more favorite game modes in most games. Yeah, and more games yeah. should have it. Like, Halo co-op was tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Split screen. Oh, yeah. Under so Xbox. Oh, yeah. So, Legend. So like good. just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, that's coming up. Put that on the list. Okay, so this year we have committed to play... Uh, well, I have committed to play, anyway. Warcraft 3 Reforged. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Division 2. Wow, Vanilla. Vanilla, uh, yes. Wow, Classic. If that comes out this year... They haven't said uh, that, have they? I think they did. Darn it. Google's to the Google machine. Uh, has been announced for 2019. Oh my gosh. Oh man. All right. So there's that, <laughs> and then there's well, probably Far Cry Montana Part Two or whatever they're calling it. The Last Dawn, which comes out in like a week. Yes. Oh. Which would give you a month to beat it before uh, the Division Two, which comes out a month after that, but. I think it would be safer just to skip Far Cry, uh, New Dawn or whatever it's called, uh, because it took us like three months to beat Far Cry Five. I don't think you have, I don't think we can fit three months of gameplay in before Division. Um, but because it's like a single player focused game, you can like put it off to whenever. Whereas the Division Two looks to have more shared world shooter, so there'll be other people, and it's always better to be in when it's populated. <laughs> Is it? Do we care about other people? Uh, depends on how they implement it. <laughs> if it's better than the first one, yeah. Do we have any faith they're going to do that? I'm gonna I have go no idea. No. If we have no faith that they're going to execute the game properly, why are we playing it? <laughs> no, no, no. Ex- I mean, execute the game properly, yes. Execute the PvP aspects no, no, no. of it. No, no, no. Not, not PvP. Shared World Shooter. Different. You don't... It's cooperative, but it open like open world, like MMO light. Yeah. Not, right, like, but I don't care. I don't care about. But that's not with strangers. I just want to play with people I know. It, it, for stuff like trading, if they've got that, like, that kind of stuff, not just teaming up to shoot other people. You can interact with other people in other ways. Okay. If they have that sort of stuff, because like I think that was one of the things that they said they were going to try and do. It sucked to be at a disadvantage while playing the game just because we decided to wait six months and turns out nobody likes it. I mean, that might be a good reason just to delay it anyway to see if it's actually a good game before buying it. That's a good point. Yeah, if the player base dies in like two months because 
comes on accurate. <laughs> you hurt yourself every time you use a, like a health, a health pack. That could be an issue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Which one are we more worried about sucking? Far Cry 5, Montana Part 2, or The Division 2? Uh, I'm more worried... Okay. Wor- worried is, a, I think, the incorrect term, because I know... Uh, Far Cry 5 2 <laughs> 5 part 2 is a reskin of the Far Cry 5 map which is going to annoy me like it's like oh I remember here I was here in another game how how great they reused all the assets that's fantastic <laughs> right so I you know, know that's going bears. to suck so I'm not worried about it <laughs> you know? fair enough alright so we delay Far Cry is what you're saying yes right, that and plan. Far Cry 5 has a bunch of uh DLC that apparently I have, like I had the uh, like season pass or whatever, so I'm actually installing that at the moment. I'm just gonna play a lot oh, for a while. All right, yeah. fair enough. All right, deal. So that's the plan. Anthem. That's how we manage this. Uh, do we? I mean, Anthem looks basically the same. Well, okay, not the exact same, but same concepts as the Division, in my opinion. It just really depends on theme, I guess. Bows? Can I snipe people in Anthem? Uh, oh, that's right. You just really like sniping like explosive tanks off people's backs. That's all uh, I do. Yeah. There's no guarantee that you'll be able to do that in Division Two either. If they don't bring that back, it'll be a failure. That is everyone's favorite thing to do. You blow uh, up the white supremacists with big old gas tanks strapped to their backs. Come on. Mm-hmm. Everyone's uh, favorite part of that game. Everybody, everybody ever played with. They always yeah. love that. I'm pretty sure you can snipe people. Like, I'm sure they have, like, a long-range precision-type weapon at, at some point in the game. It'd be silly if she couldn't. You'd think so. But sometimes things are silly. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay, so I, I googled Anthem Sniper, and there's a bunch of YouTube videos already about it. So, yes. Sniping. Yep. All right. Is there a good, like, campaign, single-player stuff? Working together stuff, or is it all PvP? In Anthem, I don't think that it even has PvP. <laughs> really? It, I'm That's like, crazy. Because I've, I've, I've Destiny seen nothing has about like it. a four-hour campaign, and then it's all PvP. <laughs> no, that's very wrong. Uh, Destiny's got like a, a six-hour campaign, and then it's all nope. cooperative stuff, like cooperative MMO grind. And then it's all dungeons PvP. and raids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, kind of. Uh, yeah, so top story from two days ago. Uh, COG connected. Why Bioware's Anthem doesn't need a PvP mode. Ooh, okay. Anthem will not I'm have a PvP more. option at launch, according to the executive producer of Bioware. Hmm. It will not be available at launch. It might be added in later. I mean, it is Bioware, but they said it's not Mass Effect and it's not Dragon Age. All right, that's cool, I guess. I do like Mass Effect in some ways. All right, I'm still waiting on Anthem. I'm waiting a week on Anthem, because if Anthem right. sucks, we're not playing it. I'm not yeah. playing it. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Far- new Far Cry, new Division, new Anthem. I-, I really only have enough money to buy one, so we need to wait and decide. The problem is the Division comes out like a month after, but then I could probably afford the other one, All right? Okay, deal. We'll so, be patient. Yep. Gotta be patient. All right. Yeah. Planned out. Yeah. I'm glad we have a plan. I feel better about this now. 
It's always good to have a plan. And then Blizz is going to drop Warcraft 3 Reforged like right in the middle. Ka-chunk. It doesn't. Weekends anyway, though. When's that scheduled to come out? <laughs> they only have promised to get it out before December 31st of 2019. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so thanks for that, guys. I don't know. Yeah. It's Blizz. I'm surprised there's a date at all. I'm surprised they weren't just like, it's out when it's out, but I guess that's the Activision influence. Yeah, that's just them saying by the end of the year. Like, that's they're just saying yeah. this year. Like, I right, but I mean, I remember when Blizz would not give you years. Like, really? StarCraft Two, it's out when it's out, man. Okay. That sucks. And then when they had it in beta, like beta ready to go, compared to other companies, they were like, hey, it'll come out in three months. <laughs> they're crazy that way. But no, I think Activision has changed them quite a bit. That might actually be for the best. Give, giving people a year, being like, hey, it's coming out this year, get excited. I think that's better than being like, it's coming out in three days. Yeah. Well, yeah. months, but yeah, I agree. Mm. Hype is good that way. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Hey, uh, we have a book to review. Oh, yeah, that's right. I asked you to read a book because I was like, I wanted yeah. to read a book. So I bought a book. And I, did, and I read a book. You finished it. I did. Do you want to give a base thumbs up, thumbs down, or a 10 out of 10? Or, well, a score out of 10? Um, um, <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Now. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, did you enjoy? I don't want to read the future volumes. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's feeling thumbs downy. Thumbs downy. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. So the book series that we're talking about, I should bring this up so I can look at it. Uh, yeah, it's called Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. Yeah. Which is based and on an anime. No, all the way around. The anime is based on it. Oh. Yeah, that's usually how that works. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. And so I've seen actually seen the anime. And so it was interesting to see what they did differently. Um, yep. So... The second, the end of the second book is actually where the anime stops. Oh, okay. And are they planning on continuing? Not that I know of, because I think the anime came out like three years ago. Nothing's really happened since oh. then. Yeah. Uh, and w- what would you say is the biggest problem with the book? It <laughs> is the novelization of an MMORPG. Um, hmm. I don't think that's accurate. What? Are you kidding? Of course it is. No. All right. I mean, you can can buy books set in the World of Warcraft universe. I don't see, like, that being a problem. I don't know if you're interested in, like, the story of that. No, 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 no. This is not a novel that takes place in a world that is also an MMORPG. This is the novelization of the MMORPG experience. This is players get dropped into whatever world. They don't know, like, they don't know their own backstory because there isn't one. They don't know what's going on. They get conscripted into this thing to fight monsters and earn money. And they have to learn to, learn to work together as a team. And that's it. Okay, so why I'd say that's different is Renji. Renji is clearly from the get-go significantly better than everyone else. That does not happen in an MMORPG. No sure two players start at different power levels. It's not power okay. levels. He just knows how to play better. 
He's a power leveler. He starts at one like everybody else, but he gets to 60 in three days rather than six months. No. It's very no. MMORPG. That's no. <laughs> no, because yes. in WoW, you can still only kill goblins and get like the same amount of XP. You level up at a con- like a consistent rate, right? No. This yeah. guy starts nope. off better and is like instantly miles ahead. Like he's better at the time that they arrive. So I'm gonna admit I had a hard time in the early stages. They threw like 47 characters at us and were like, uh-huh. "Yeah, remember all these names and personalities." And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and here's the thing: Renji and his entire team only show up like twice more in the book, and even then, only yeah. Renji's the important guy. The rest of his team doesn't matter. Right. Um. It doesn't open. It doesn't start well. No. Like that's not how you introduce a world. That's not how you introduce characters. You don't just th- like word vomit at your reader. You're like, here's the world. Here's all the stuff. Here's all the people. Here's how they're like. Figure it out. And like, I'm drowning over here. <laughs> Can I just start with a hobbit? Is that okay? Tolkien did it this way for a reason, people. Hmm. I think I had a slightly better experience with it because I've seen the anime. Yeah. And so I'm I was sure that like, helped. um. But all the new characters, like the rest of Renji's party, like Sasa, I think one of their names is, yeah. and Ron, they're new. They're yep. never mentioned. Uh, oh. <laughs> turns out they don't go anywhere. Same with, like, uh, at the tavern, and there's, like, a, an elf and yep. some guy called Soma. None yep. of that's in the show. I think the show does a much better job of condensing it all and taking out the scrap. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. Hey, the point though, the point is, so how is Renji established as better right from the get-go? Uh, he, in the scene with uh, Bree Chan, or Brittany, in the, like, when it, it, the guy that explains what they have to do to make money, it's like, we're going to give you 10 silver. Uh, he is able to grab the knife. He's, like, fearless. He's stronger. And then he... Immediately after that, bashes Ron to establish his dominance. And then the rest of the yeah. story, every time he basically comes up, he's already shown to have more money, more skills, more cap- he's more capable. He's yeah. outperforming them. He's not living at the rundown volunteer soldier that they are. He's able to perform extremely better than them. Okay, so he's a hacker. Like, all of this fits within the MMORPG structure. Well, yeah, but the MMORPG structure... Is- I think you could apply that the other way around. But we don't know what he was capable of doing right off the bat. We don't see him on day one of killing rats. Um, I think the emphasis on uh, Harahira's party and the fact that they can't kill a single goblin suggests that they are exceptionally bad at it. Right? Which is meant to infer that the other guy is much better by comparison. Right, but maybe it's just they don't know how to play maybe they just don't know how to use their skills whereas someone who's done this before and remembers all the tricks and all the tips and does know how to start from level one and get to 60 in three and a half days they can they can kill stuff faster and level faster and get gold faster and it just snowballs from there i mean sure but i don't see i I still find the comparison to it being the novelization of two different players to be a little simple rather than just having two different people with different skill sets <laughs> right so you're saying wherever they came from they don't remember where they came from or who they were they retained certain skills yeah like because they still have obviously have their personalities Ranta's still a jackass yeah. right renji's yeah, yeah. still <laughs> you know he's still just an aggressive person right 
Yeah. Like, right. So they keep their personalities. They don't know their own names or where they came from or anything. They know the they, they know the names. That's true. <laughs> but nothing else. But essentially nothing else. And yeah. that's something that this like at the very end, it's supposed to like tease with the next one when Soma's party like makes a claim or something. The anime scraps all that and very much makes it not about going back to the real world or whatever, right? That that is the thing. They do wake up in another world, which is like, oh, it's a VMR VR MMO, maybe. Um, yeah. Like so, obviously, there's a comparison there with like MMOs. So I get that, but the anime completely scraps all that, and they're like they find themselves using words like this isn't a video game i mean like wait what's a video game and then oh. <laughs> all right but that happens maybe two or three times and then they just kind of forget about it by the end like second half of the season and i think that's a much better way to deliver this story so they didn't come from a world where they understand the concept right they don't understand mean? the concept of video games and rpgs and stuff you just, rather they don't have any of that no, no, no. They did come from, like, modern times, right? Yeah. But now... But when... you're saying it's better if they don't. No, no, no. They did... Co- in the anime, they did come from a time where it's like, they had video games and they understand all that stuff. But they've forgotten yeah. about it. I think the story's better yeah. when they cut all, like... They cut the intrigue of that out of the story. When they just That's go... That's like, I just said. Yeah. You said it differently. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. <laughs> Are we on the same page now, though? I think possibly, yeah. Possibly. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Just overall, I kind of felt like a lot of it was just me reading about someone else's experiences playing a rogue in World of Warcraft for the first time. <laughs> so you learn backstab, and you've got a tank and a healer, and you have to kill goblins, and you're grinding all the time, and you have money, but you ha- want to buy better gear, but you also need to buy food and stuff to replenish your health and yada 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 and i don't know i just didn't uh, well i, I mean the yeah okay I, I agree with you the book is not brilliant right i think the anime is definitely better but i mean eating does not replenish food they're not uh replenish health right they're not eating to regain hit points <laughs> right uh, yeah that's not what's going on yeah um it's not that much of an mmo <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, but everything else you've got healing spells you've got people learning specific skills right like and classes yeah, specific yeah. combat skills and this guy has got a familiar and you have right. guilds and yeah all of it's there yeah i mean i think that's very typical fantasy at the moment especially in anime like uh, i've just been watching i've just finished watching goblin slayer which i think is really really fun if you haven't checked that out um mm-hmm. and that's you know there's there's the priest there's the elf ranger the dwarf who i don't know he's a mage of some sort <laughs> he can mostly like do earth magics i think and there's like an adventurer's guild and all this stuff and it's very just typical MM, uh mmo fantasy kind of settings i think that's pretty common at the moment yep i've, sure I've seen a like bunch it. i've seen a bunch of that so I don't fault it for that, but it, it, like like I said, the anime, it, it cuts out a lot of those kind of things. Uh, not the guilds, everyone still gets their guild. But the thing that it does that I like is Shihuru and uh, Mogazo are actually characters in the show. They're not just kind of there. 
Right. There are there are characters who are kind of there in the book yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I like you may uh, you may probably stick out because you may refers to you may like she's you may. I don't know if you noticed that, but she always talks in the third person. Yes, correct. Took me a second to be like, wait, who just said that? Wait, she, wait, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got there though. And, and so, and she has that scene with uh, her hero where they break down about him being a dick after Monitor dies. Spoilers, right? Um, yeah, in case you were planning on reading the book. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> in the book, uh, not the books. In the anime, Mogazo is actually like an interesting character he's not like an idiot that gets played he's just always in their party from the start him the oh. thing about him getting robbed doesn't happen and he's actually like they don't go out to eat every night he's actually a cook and a skilled like uh he makes uh like woodwork he does carvings and stuff that's why people say like oh you're actually really good with detail-oriented work and he's like yeah like he's an actual character <laughs> in this he's like I, I hit stuff with the sword. Uh-huh. Yeah, like if you're not the rogue or the rogue, like we don't really have any insight into who these characters are at all. Mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah. like uh, you get an insight on Yume and Ranta uh, through her hero as the rogue, right? Because he interacts with them the most and then Mary as well. I always forget she's there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she comes in second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's definitely much more important in the second half. She's a, a sure. cold. She's a cold character, and that's kind of a point that gets, I think, more realized in the second half of the book, where the anime stops. Yeah, uh, yeah. So reading only to there is kind of like, well, I, I, I assure you, she gets better, <laughs> but you'll you'll have to take right, my right. word for well, it. I mean, we, we get her whole backstory. Like it, it's it's explained why she is the way that she is, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, she's not yeah. just mean and weird and off-putting just because there's actually right, a reason right. for it but the yeah. way that goes i think takes goes a bit further in the second half right i think the it's, second volume yeah in the second volume gotcha okay yeah, yeah that makes sense, that makes sense and that do that. she her the quiet mage girl is still a quiet yep. mage girl but i think in a show where you just have someone like who's still physically like you can see them and they're just a quiet timid girl is much better than in a book where you just aren't writing her, <laughs> right? It like it just doesn't work in a, in a book. She has a line, and you're like, "Wait, who's this again?" <laughs> yeah, because because in the book, her line, like her most memorable line, is "I have zero confidence, but I'll try." <laughs> yes, which is not good writing. <laughs> no, there's not much good writing in this book. To be fair, to be fair, yeah, there is nothing where I. I read a passage and was like, "Oh man, I'm all over this. Let me mm. let me screenshot no. this and save it for later." <laughs> Have you ever done that in a book? Yeah. Oh man, there are Terry Pratchett. That guy, he has the best way with words. If you haven't read any of his stuff, you totally should. Mm. I'll look into it. He's great. Yep. Yeah. Terry Pratchett, Discworld. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wonderful. Fair enough. Uh, I will say, to be fair, it has been translated from Japanese. Right, and I, that's I was trying to give it right some benefit of the doubt there because obviously translating is hard. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, I was still like, Meh. Meh. it's not great. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I, I I do recommend the anime, uh, and I surprisingly enough, I recommend it in English. Uh, oh, I I think it's a fairly good English dub. 
but I know you're weird, so... <laughs> I'm very weird. It's true. Yeah. I, uh, like, I like those subs. If you want, check it out, I guess. I will give a couple episodes a try. I'm caught up I, on Mob Psycho, so... Okay. I will say this. The fight scenes in the anime... Uh, I don't want to be like, they're, man, they're some of the best I've ever seen. They're really good. They handle uh, weight very well, right, when it comes to mm. fight scenes, right? Like, I've seen a lot That's of good. shows where it's like, I have a giant metal sword and full armor and I can jump off everything and swing it around 45,000 times, you know? Right. And it's a lot of better than no. it, it handles weight exceptionally well. I will say that. Okay. That's good to know. Cool. So thumbs down yeah i'm just i don't know like i said the writing wasn't great the story wasn't that compelling character development wasn't really there mm -hmm. so yeah i'm gonna give it a thumbs down yeah oh yeah that's the other thing in the anime she hears uh she, she like it's hinted at well it's said pretty plainly in the book that she likes monitor yes All right and oh yeah the, in, in the show, they handle that much better. She doesn't, like, start making weird cat noises at the thought of him, right? <laughs> like, that was something they rightfully cut. <laughs> yeah, good call. Freaking stupid. Yep. Her eyes are all, like, swirly. There was a lot of weird stuff in there about that. Yep. I also... Yeah. I was annoyed from the beginning. They're like, you're making your priest tank. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> you're so bad at this. Yeah. And then I remembered my first experience running a dungeon. We had a night <laughs> elf tank for us, and he was a rogue. So, didn't, didn't is this the story where you guys were doing like dead mines or whatever? And you're like, hmm, he's the highest level. He should tank. Yeah, and he was like two levels higher than you. <laughs> yeah, no, that was so. Yes, back in vanilla, they gave you quests to get to the dead mines way before level. Like, it made no sense at all to go into the dead mines at level 12. But that's when they gave you quests for it. So people are like, looking for a group for the dead mines. And everybody would go in and die, mostly. Hmm. Um, so yeah, my first time in there, I was just like spamming in chat. I'm looking for a group for the dead mines. And I found a group and none of us were tanks. And that didn't concern any of us on any level. None of us were warriors. None of us were druids or anything like that. And, uh, yeah, so there's this guy who'd been there before, and he was a level 16 night elf rogue, and he seemed to know what he was doing, and he's like, I, I have a lot of dodge. I can just dodge their attacks and tank for us. And I was like, okay, because I was a paladin, and I couldn't tank or heal or do damage at all all that effectively because vanilla paladins were horrible. Mm. Uh, Blizzard's line of thinking here was if you're good at every, like, if you have the ability to fulfill all three roles, you shouldn't be good at any of them, which <laughs> was really dumb in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> and they fixed it later. But yeah, in vanilla, it was a bad experience. Hmm. So yeah, so we went into Deadmines. We actually cleared the first boss. Like that first ogre guy took him down. Hmm. It was not too bad. But then we got to the uh, the goblin in the mech suit, in the mecha tank suit. He killed us 18 times. We finally took him down. But oh wait, there was a phase two to that boss fight. With the, <laughs> the guy jumps out, yeah. Yep, where the guy jumps yep. out, and he killed us all in about three seconds. And we're like, all right, we're done. And our group disbanded. And thus ended <laughs> my first ever venture into a dungeon in an MMORPG. Mm. Okay. Ah, that was good times. Yeah. But then, yeah. I mean, it was fun. I don't know. I kept coming back anyway. 
Yeah. Didn't didn't deter you from the game. So. No, did not. I actually kind of gave up on dungeons after that. Oh, really? Like, after a while, it became obvious that people weren't looking for paladins to fulfill any roles. Like, nobody was, like, looking for a healer. And I'd be like, me. And they'd be like, ah, you know what? N- no. Like, wait, what? Why? I'm great at healing. <laughs> like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very sad realization when I figured out that I wasn't wanted for any of the important roles. Did Do you think they'll fix that in the classic servers? I don't know. I... There's a lot of things people complain about, and rightfully so in a lot of ways. Mm. I think that's one of them. Because I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you are, like you're attending to play a paladin again, yeah? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mr. Paladin. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. We, we should just start an all-paladins guild. It'll be the hardest. existed <laughs> in uh, the, the, Burning uh, Crusade. Yeah. The world's worst classic raid completing guilds yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, anywho uh yeah that that's my story from my first mmorpg very good yes thank you all right cool i think that's it i think we are over time yeah more or less more or less mm. so anything else you wanted to cover oh we didn't need to do the nfl minute though garbage <sighs> I, I think you've got enough time on that. Uh, I didn't talk about the game at all, though. That's what people are here for. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, start the one, go. Super Bowl was kind of boring. It was 13-3 to at the end there. The Patriots did end up winning. Somehow the Rams, who had the second highest scoring offense... In all of the regular season, only mustered three points against the Patriots' defense, which wasn't very special. But I attribute that to the fact that Todd Gurley, the star running back and the MVP of the league, well, second and second place MVP of the league, was hurt. And I'm not entirely sure why they didn't tell us that before. But he was wholly ineffective, and Jared Goff looked like a second-year quarterback and played like one. All right, so Tom Brady, he he has six rings, but I don't feel like he earned this one. He did throw a touchdown pass. He only threw, threw for like 200 yards. His completion percentage was terrible. And I, I was, I've ragged on Peyton Manning for his last Super Bowl win because his stats were terrible. So Peyton Manning uh, is just basically Tom Brady at this point. So Tom, I'm not impressed by this, but you have six rings. So I don't know. Enjoy him. Stop. Paladin does not approve. You said Next. stop a second early, man. I was almost done. <laughs> I mean, I say stop when the time's up. Fine. Also, also, if you ever argue to get a sports ball minute and then start it by saying, the thing I want to talk about was kind of boring, I'll cut you off right there. <laughs> <laughs> me for the super bowl it should have been better and giving you something to talk about rather than how bad it was that's not all we talked about talked about mm. historical context and overall performances <laughs> it was fine <laughs> fine <laughs> grumble, 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 grumble. Grumble, grumble. all right we're done all right, cool. I'll trap up. All right, we're done. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Falcon Paladin Hour. Uh, please check out the merch. There are mugs and hats and all that stuff. I think, do we have a new store yet? Is it up? Is it ready to go? I think it's ready to go. 
This should be linked right, in the cool. show notes. Have a look. We'll have a link in the show notes, I guess. And um, yeah, check out the Patreon as well if you feel like supporting the podcast on a monthly basis. We'd appreciate it. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. And you take care of yourself.